0: Eight nine seven seven seven, or visit CCPG.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Twenty one plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire one hundred sixty eight hours after issuance. See DKNG.com football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. It's a Wisdom Wednesday with Andrew Brandt, Villanova's finest professor, longtime Packers exec. Now he even helps to advise Gary V's agency. He is the man and the perfect guest for the Mark Murphy, Aaron Rodgers, complicated fella drama the mini camp holdouts, the mini camp restructures. There is nobody better than Andrew Brandt. Very much looking forward to talking with him momentarily. We are always presented by DraftKings because they are awesome. They've got ridiculous deals going with the NBA and the US Open right now. I'll tell you about them a little bit later. It's already Wednesday, which means college draft is posted. Even money with Nick Costos yesterday was incredible. You want to hear a couple of funny stories about me? Listen to yesterday's Even Money podcast. Of course, you can also always watch on YouTube as well. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. We will have a Spread the Word winner later this week. Programming note, the Fantasy Feast will be recording tomorrow because of uh, Brian's travel schedule with hockey. So tomorrow... We will do the Fantasy Feast with Joe Dolan. But college draft, even money, already up there for you. And then we'll talk to Greg Cosell about, what are we up to, the NFC West already? NFC West Breakdown on Friday's Ross Tucker Football Podcast. We'll have a Spread the Word winner on Friday at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. Let's try to grow those things if we can. If you're not already following, please do. If you can engage anyway. It really helps. I just sent out an AFC championship game press pass to a sponsor confirmation email winner. Not too shabby. Who wants next? All you have to do is take advantage of Raycon or Keeps or DraftKings or ExpressVPN, any of the offers you got over at RossTucker.com. And, yes, I will give a YouTube shout-out as well. Just subscribe to the YouTube page, YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, and we're golden. That's all you need to do. Subscribe to that. Make a comment. I'll notice. You will get a cameo-style shout-out. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. As promised, always good to be joined by my buddy, Andrew Brandt, the host of the Business of Sports podcast. I see he's got a mailbag now, a Monday morning quarterback. You're big stuff if you get a mailbag. Over at MMQB and Sports Illustrated. He's got the Sunday 7, which is a terrific newsletter each week. But, Andrew, I got to tell you, you're on fire right now with your guests on Business of Sports. We'll get into the Aaron Rodgers stuff and the minicamp holdouts. But Chris Seeger, then O'Neill, the uh, team president uh, for the Sixers, which is awesome. And then Cameron Kinley. From the Naval Academy that's not able to be with the Bucks at training camp. I have not listened to O'Neal or Kinley yet. But last Saturday, as I said I would here on the Raw Soccer Podcast, I was driving to the beach. I listened to the entire Seeger interview. Very interesting, man. I didn't even know. I had never heard the term race norming until this came out. So I thought it was awesome for you to dive into that for me to understand more about why it was in there initially, why they're getting rid of it, to hear it from Seager. I mean, honestly, maybe it's because I'm a Sixers fan too, But all, and, and I do the Army games, so like the Navy, Army, Cameron Kinley thing, not being like – you, every one of your guests recently is speaking to me, man. <laughs> That's awesome. You talked about
1: Seager. Let me just give your listeners, our listeners – Quick highlights of the last two. So Scott O'Neill, as you mentioned, Harris Blitzer, Sports and Entertainment. They own the New Jersey Devils and the Sixers. So he's basically president of two teams in two different leagues. And, you know, I hear he wrote a book. I'm thinking, okay, he's going to talk about making big deals for Madison Square Garden or making the big deals for the Sixers or the Devils. But, geez, a different type of book. You know, he's talking about being present with your kids, being there. It's called Where Your Feet Are. So, what a great book for leaders that it's not about being a hard-charging type A. Love my conversation with Scott O'Neill. Check that out. And this week, Navy's Camp Kinley denied a deferment so he could go to his Tampa Bay Buccaneers camp. Four other Service Academy guys, Ross, were not denied deferment. So they're all going to camps, all like him, undrafted free agents. The Navy didn't give him an explanation as they or want to do, and he's kind of just hopeful. So he's come on my show and Dan Patrick, and he's trying to make his case publicly, and we'll see what happens. But what an impressive young man, not only football player, but class president at Navy. So the podcast has got some great guests lately. Everyone everyone should tune into these recent pods.
0: Yeah, please subscribe and listen, because they are phenomenal. I'm going to listen to both uh, this week. The O'Neill thing's funny because couldn't you argue that he's not present and there as much as he could be if he was right it since he wrote a book? <laughs>
1: That's a good one. You know, he tells some life stories as I know, you know, this is a pet peeve of mine. I'm not writing a book. Everyone asks me if I am. But I do tell a lot of stories through my columns, through here, my Podcast, and he sort of put it all in a book, including a lot of – you know, he lost a close friend, and he goes through a lot of heartfelt stuff in there.
0: You know, I am curious to listen to the Kinley one, yeah. just because, as you know, the last couple of years, I've done all the Army football home games, and I know that I—I I think one of the players had said something to Donald Trump when they had visited. Yeah. I don't—I don't know exactly sir, but Donald Trump had—I I thought changed the policy so mm-hmm. that these guys were able to uh, defer their their commitment they still have to honor their commitment they were just able to defer it because they obviously they had this short time to be able to you know pursue a professional career. I know the Eagles have Brett Toth and Elijah Riley they got a couple army guys so yeah I guess I'm I'm a little confused on why some guys aren't and some guys are not is it the army navy thing
1: (laughs) wish there was a reason you think you're confused what about this poor kid because two Air Force kids undrafted are now reporting to camp next, next month and one army guy and not him. And um, I don't know, and he doesn't know. But what an impressive young man. And uh, he's not, you know, he understands the Secretary of the Navy does not owe him an explanation. He's very clear on that. He just hopes that it's reconsidered if possible.
0: So, there's a lot to get to. We, we have to start with Mark Murphy, Andrew. Uh, I know you've tweeted about it. Uh, I, I, although, you know what, Andrew? You haven't tweeted much about it. You've just <laughs> tweeted not helping. Yeah, I've, I've watched the comments by Mark Murphy. It's been talked about a lot the last four or five days. I don't think he was trying to take a dig at Aaron Rodgers, but I don't like to – you know, paint you into a corner. I like to give you the, the broad canvas. Just your reaction when you initially heard that he said that he's a complicated fellow and then maybe when you actually watch the video, your thoughts. You know, I think I should address, you know, like you just said, I, I'm not
1: tweeting a lot about this because A, I, I don't think there's a much of a story beyond what I've said on draft day, which is they're not trading Aaron and he can't trade himself. So there's the headline. But yeah, I mean, listen, I'm very connected uh, to a lot of parties here, not in any direct way, but I spent 10 years in that office and I know Aaron. So I'm just trying to sort of see it from both sides. Yeah, it was not helpful. Is it causing a major chasm between the Rodgers and the Packers that wasn't there before? No, of course not. So I think much is being made of Mark Murphy's comments, you know, what, I guess what struck me a little wrong, Ross, is that he invoked Ted, Uh, it's Ted's words, complicated fellow, Ted Thompson, the former general manager, unfortunately passed this year. Uh, You know, Ted said those things a lot, but, you know, Mark doesn't need to be saying that from Ted. Uh, Ted's a complicated fellow, so he didn't speak much. You know, Ted didn't talk a lot, but he was a great evaluator. And it, he would say things like that about a lot of players, you know, and I just thought Mark didn't need to go there.
0: Do you know Mark, Andrew? Have you had interaction with him? You, you,
1: you guys did not overlap, correct? We overlapped for about six months, yeah. And I knew him before. You know, I knew him as a, when he worked for the NFLPA. I knew him when he was Northwestern Athletic Director. Um so yeah, I know him, and I and when I go back there, I see him. You know,
0: so I know him a little bit. Um, do you think that the comment was intentional? Do you think that the comment was intentional and/or strategic? I
1: think the comment was appeasing whoever he was talking to. That we're trying to figure it out, we're, and we're working on it and really not much more than that. I don't think it was strategic. I don't think it was giving a shot across the bow to Aaron's side. And I keep getting back to where we are on Aaron, which is the, the plan. And I don't have direct confirmation on this Ross, but I'd be shocked if this was not the plan in April of 2019, 2020. When did they draft Jordan Love? 2020. Oh, 2020. Uh, Start Jordan Love in 2022. That was the plan. That is the plan. The plan is to trade Aaron Rodgers, but not now. So they want Aaron Rodgers to lead him to the Super Bowl this year, then move to Love, and Aaron's probably not down with that plan, and there we are. And it's a control for the timeline, and Aaron may have said in some way, shape, or form, why are we doing this
0: a year from now? Why don't we do it now? And that's where we are. You know, it's kind of funny, though, isn't it? Because if they win the Super Bowl, they're not going to trade him, right? Like, they're not going to trade a guy right after they win the Super Bowl. But if they don't
1: trade him, then they're in year three of love, which, again, people can say, well, that's what Aaron did. But no one does that anymore. No one. No one takes a first-round quarterback and sits them three years, let alone three games. Do you really think Justin Fields and – and uh, Mac Jones and all these guys are going to sit a whole year. No way. No way. So, yes, you're right. Now they're in a quandary if Aaron continues to play at an MVP level. But this idea that they were going to trade him this year and incur $30 million in dead money. No, it wasn't going to happen.
0: Do you think it's accurate? I mean, Andrew, you know Aaron Rodgers yeah. pretty well. I is he a complicated fella? I knew
1: Aaron most. We've stayed in touch over the years, but I knew Aaron most when he was a backup quarterback. Nobody knew him. He was dating a local girl in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and babysat my kids as a backup. You know, So that was a different Aaron Rodgers. Um, do I think he's complicated? I think he's got an incredibly uh, high intellect, wry sense of humor, and he can put people on blast. Those are his words. I remember him saying he can put people on blast. And what that means is they're out, you know, they're just out. He doesn't deal with them anymore. And I wonder if he's put the Packers management on blast. They're just, they're just not in his
0: orbit anymore. That is really interesting. And that's his words. I remember him using those words. Yeah. It um,
1: stuck with me that he used those words. I never heard anyone say that that way. You just put someone on blast means
0: they're out. <laughs> they're out. They're just out. Well, he's been out of minicamp. So he's yeah. skipping the mandatory minicamp. Stephon Gilmore is doing the same thing. Looks like Xavier Howard for the Dolphins doing the same thing. Well, what I didn't realize, Andrew, till recently is evidently teams, if they choose to, can ahead of time give the guys an excused absence and they don't have to be at minicamp. But if they don't give them that excused absence, then they have to find them. My understanding now, correct me if I'm wrong, Andrew, but it seems like for minicamp and training camp, Teams have to find these guys and are not allowed to give the money back. They're not allowed to forgive it. Now I'm sure if they give the guy more money, it's like they factor that in, right? But yeah, that's is- my understanding, which I think, by the way, was very smart by the owners to put that in the most recent CBA, because then you really have that leverage. It kind of, it was always being forgiven, so it wasn't really a big deal, but now it's like they have to take it.
1: Yeah, this is another change that's pro ownership in the CBA, and we don't need to get into the, the management versus labor on the CBA again. But I think that what I'm a little confused on what you said on the minicamp side. The minicamp, I'm not sure if you can forgive the fine at before and after. In other words, you could say excuse, then you don't find before. Right. But I guess the question is after. So
0: My understanding is no. Okay. And I know that's true
1: with training camp. So $50,000 a day now, unlike Aaron Donald three years ago, four years ago, where they just forgave the whole training camp fines. You can't do that. This is the new CBA. You can't do that. I mean, pick a number. Aaron Rodgers misses 30 days times 50. What is that? 1.5 million. That's unforgivable, right? So Yeah, you're right. Maybe they do a contract renegotiation and all of a sudden another million five shows up. But yeah, I mean, these are these are ways to avoid these kind of situations, whether it's Aaron or anyone else. Um, I don't you know, my saying deadlines for action. And somehow I don't think training camps, the deadline for Aaron and the Packers. I don't, Ross. What did it? What is it? Late August. You know, early September. He doesn't need training camp. So, and then we deal with the fines and all the money afterwards. I think that's the deadline. I don't think training camp is the deadline at all. And secretly, like minicamp, the Packers wouldn't mind that because they give Jordan Love real reps. So, yeah, Well, this is really a lot of
0: tangents. You know, Stefan Gilmore has a partially torn quad that he's rehabbing. I think it's kind of weird to not go to minicamp to just – throw away a hundred grand when you're not going to do anything anyway. I mean, you're just going to go and rehab your quad when when you were an agent before. And I know you do some consulting now. I'm not asking about specific players. Would you recommend skipping mandatory things where where they can't get the money back?
1: No. (laughs) I mean, I was probably a conservative agent on that front and, um, what I recognize early on is this, these careers are so fleeting because, you know, I had clients like you, Ross, <laughs> I didn't have clients that had a lot of money to fall back on. So, uh, I had clients that were kind of scrapping to get on teams. So, and I had a couple you know, medium range guys. And of course, everyone knows Matt Hasselback and his great career, but, um, no, I would never advise to miss money.
0: Um, meanwhile, Jamison Crowder, Daniil Hunter, both those guys actually restructured contracts so that they could be at mandatory minicamp, which I thought was interesting too.
1: Hmm. Yeah, there's a little leverage point there. And uh, I know players and agents do that with teams. You want them there, it's time. Let's make this a deadline to get something done. And that does happen. Um, I think it's interesting, you know. I think everything is in in football is deadlines, right? So, you know, we're going to see a flurry of activity. We saw this, like you said, this limited flurry of activity uh, before minicamp, and then we'll see a flurry before training camp, and uh, then <laughs> the Aaron Rodgers flurry, I think, will be late August.
0: Lastly, Andrew, it's kind of funny. I, I was uh, I mentioned that I, I was driving to the beach last Saturday morning and was listening to your interview with Chris Seeger on the Outstanding Business of Sports podcast and got down there to the to the beach. And where we go to the beach, which if people check out my social media, at Ross Tucker NFL, you can see it's typically Avalon, Stone Harbor, New Jersey. Andrew, I would say half the flags that people have hanging out of their houses down there are Villanova. I mean, it's by far the number one flag. You're kind of uh, raising your flag today. I see you got the Villanova gear on. What's going on there? Okay, so
1: uh, these couple days, I'm recording videos for the Villanova student athletes. There's 600 of them. Because as people should know in the business of sports, now we're talking about college sports, we're two weeks away from NIL. Name image likeness will go into effect – not in the NCA yet, but six states are like 10 states around the country. And even though it's not Pennsylvania, we need to be ready, right? So I am lecturing a series of videos to Villanova student athletes on name image likeness, what you can and can't do, what to look for in an NIL agent, which you're allowed to hire, what to look for in an NIL contract. Say you do a deal with a local car dealer, a local store what to do when uh, you're approached by somebody. So I've been tasked with making a series of videos for our Villanova student-athletes. I'm trying to be a resource for this great group of student-athletes, and I think every school should be prepared. Even though Pennsylvania doesn't have a law starting July 1, got to be prepared. This is happening right now.
0: It's going to be crazy, man. It's going to be very, very... I've had people... Tell me, I should do something. Uh, you know, through Go Big Recruiting with it, I've had people that are already working on and a- nil businesses reach out to me. It's uh, it's definitely a new world, uh, man. I- I'm very curious to see what ends up happening. I don't think anybody really knows. Yeah, you know, I talked to a lot of people. Nobody really knows how it's going to end up sorting out, but um, it's happening, and it's happening soon. That'll be something we can talk about, and certainly I know you'll spend a lot of time on it, on the business of sports. Check that out. Check him out on Twitter, at Andrew Brandt, which, by the way, is also, he posts the link a couple times a week to his Sunday 7. Just click on it and subscribe. You'll be very glad that you did. Andrew, fantastic stuff as always. Really appreciate it. Always great to be with you, Ross. Talk soon. So I mentioned earlier the ridiculous deals going on right now. At the DraftKings Sportsbook. I mean, first of all, $100 after you put a dollar on Bryson DeChambeau to have a birdie this week? Are you kidding me? Like, look, they still have some crazy NBA playoff promotions, but it's a huge event in golf. You all know what it is. And it's a 100 to 1 odds on Bryson DeChambeau to have a birdie. Like what do the math. What are the odds the guy doesn't have at least one birdie? Not real good. So why don't you go get your probably not allowed to say free hundred dollars? Why don't you go get your highly likely hundred dollars using the code Ross at DraftKings Sportsbook? Again, code Ross. Tux takes. Hey, Ross,
1: well, you mentioned the restructured contracts with Andrew. Thoughts on what the Jets did with Jamison Crowder and also what the Vikings did with Daniil Hunter?
0: Well, listen, it's a tough business move, but a smart business move by the New York Jets, what they did with Jamison Crowder. And I have said for a long time, I think that you can do this more often. I think you can get guys to take pay cuts more often. Now, It probably doesn't help your relationship with the player or with the player's agent, but it's good business. I mean, they have the guy they wanted to keep, Crowder, for half the money. I'm surprised more teams don't do it. When teams have picked my brain from a front office perspective, I have said to them, I think you could get more guys to take pay cuts if you are more aggressive. Now they might tell you to stick it and you've got to be willing to stick it. And they also are going to do the opposite. If they outperform, they're going to want a new deal, but they're going to want that anyway. So I don't know. I, I wouldn't like it if a team did it to me, but I would understand it as for Daniil Hunter. Really strange situation. Kind of like and Howard Hunter signed a terrible deal. A couple years ago, Joe Banner was all over it. It was outpaced on the market almost immediately, and you can't give like more money to a guy that you know just missed a whole year with a herniated disc in his neck. You know the jury's out on whether or not he'll be able to play or at how high of a level. It sounds like they moved up money to 2022, and he can become a free agent earlier. So he's got to prove himself this year. If he proves himself this year, next year he gets more money. And then he's a free agent. Seems pretty fair. Tuck stakes. Speaking of the Vikings, they made a big move uh, signing D tackle Sheldon Richardson. One year's $3.6 million. This happened yesterday. Yeah. So I'm just telling you, and we've, Steve and I have both talked about this on the Even Money podcast. This is a team I like the over on. For those of you that are into betting, and for those of you that are not into betting, I think the Vikings are going to be pretty good. I think the Vikings are going to be better than people think they are. To have Michael Pierce back from the opt-out, to get Sheldon Richardson in there, to sign Dalvin Tomlinson, to get Daniil Hunter back, to have Patrick Peterson. Defense should be much better, and the offense is already pretty good. And the O-line should be even better. Watch out for the Vikings. Would not be surprised if they win the NFC North. Tuck takes. Uh, Let's go down to Miami where Tua Tungavailoa
1: threw five interceptions at practice yesterday. And cornerback Xavier Howard,
0: no show. So the funny thing about Tua throwing five interceptions to me is I'm not saying it's a big deal. It's probably not that big a deal. And they were working on being aggressive and driving the ball down the field. Here's what I would tell you. Number one, it's not good. I don't care if they're working on driving the ball down the field. That's not good that he threw five picks. That means either he doesn't, he's not looking guys off, or his arm strength isn't good enough, or people somehow maybe he's inaccurate. It's not good. And also, I think it's funny everybody's like, oh, no big deal, no big deal. You know what would happen if I gave up five sacks in a practice? That'd be my last practice ever. So, it always kind of cracks me up when people say no big deal. As for Xavier Howard, man, signs that deal in 2019, gets hurt, gets arrested, and comes back in 2020, has a ridiculous year, and now he wants more money. I would probably stick it to him if I'm the Dolphins. I'd probably say, nope, not going to do it. You know, we stood by you through the injury. We stood by you through the arrest. You're getting $15 million a year, and we've gotten essentially one year's worth and a headache, and you got paid for two. Do it one more year. Do it this year. We'll talk next offseason.
1: Let's talk a little Seattle Seahawks. Uh, safety, Jamal Adams an excused absence while tackle Dwayne Brown wants a new
0: contract. Right, so the funny thing about Jamal Adams being an excused absence, I think he's not there because of the deal. I mean, I think they called it personal reasons. He wants a new contract, and I understand why. And it wasn't real smart of the Seahawks to trade for him without getting that deal done. He has all the leverage. He knows it. They know it. He doesn't want to take the chance of getting hurt until he gets the new money. And they don't want to fine them. They want it to be amicable. So they excuse them ahead of time. Because if you excuse them ahead of time for minicamp, then you don't have to fine them the $95,000, $93, whatever it is, like Howard will, like Rogers will. If you don't excuse them ahead of time, then you have to take that money away, like Andrew and I talked about earlier. So, smart move, I think, by Seattle, amicable move at least. Meanwhile, Dwayne Brown's probably like, wait a minute. What, what about me? Why am I here if you said Jamal doesn't have to be here? I want a new contract as well. Uh, Sunday, Father's Day, probably too late to get a story from my front page story.com in time for Father's Day, but you can still order it and then show the order to your dad, the receipt, and be like, I'll get this for you soon. You're going to love it. Here's the... Here's what you're going to get here. Look, I already bought it. I already did it. Blah, blah, blah. Other than that, GC, Greg Cosell on Friday. Awesome fantasy feast tomorrow. Please subscribe to everything. Please rate and review. Just do one thing, right? Like engage on social media or rate and review. Just anything. Just, but you know what? Today's the day. I'm going to do one thing for Ross and Brian and their shows. Shout outs, pizza, boy, brewing, sport of culture, Vision Comics with an X, humanheadnyc.com. Those are all, I think we're done here, members of patreon.com slash RT Media. The newest patron, Austin Marcotte, Marco, M A R C O T T E. I'm going to say Austin Marcotte. Welcome to the family. That's two shows in a row where we got a new patron. Let's keep it going. Patreon.com slash RT Media. I think we're done here.